The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Oh, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, one of the best and funniest sports guys out there, Dave Damashek first. Let me thank the folks that sponsor this podcast for real true car for all your car buying needs and betonline.ag podcast one's trusted partner in all things gaming. Plus, hey, if you dig my show, you're going to love Beyond the Darkness right here on Podcast One. Ooh, that sounds scary. Tune into discussions about all things paranormal with world-renowned researchers and experiencers. I didn't even know that was a word. Challenging everything we think we know about ghosts, ghouls, angels, demons, aliens, monster encounters, mysteries, and even miracles. Download Beyond the Darkness every week on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Okay, as always, before we get to my guest, Dave Damashek. Time for the Waterhouse Weekend, brought to you by Unpotable Water. The thirstier you are, the more potable it gets. Super Bowl can't come soon enough. What have people been doing with this two-week downtime? Well, over 117,000 kitchens have been refinished, and Elon Musk landed a ship on Jupiter. NFL refused a Super Bowl ad from a legal cannabis business. Hey, Goodell, if you advertise pot, you're going to sell a lot more Cool Ranch Doritos. Saints season tickets holders sued to have the end of the Rams game replayed due to bad officiating. Is anybody still working on the cure for cancer? No? All right. Over 300 fantasy footballers have taken a knee in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick. Oh, wait. That's not a knee. That's just bad shrimp. Call 911. Hurry. That Super Bowl update brought to you by Porn on the Cob, Iowa's number one adult store. Can't believe there's enough news for a baseball chunk day, but here it is, baseball! Hall of Fame voting in Mariano Rivera, Roy Halladay, Edgar Martinez, Mike Mussina, out Tom Berenger, Wesley Snipes, and Corbin Burnson when Cooperstown when. Heavy metal group Metallica congratulated Mariano Rivera in a video on his induction. As I'm sure you remember, in 2009, when Metallica was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Rivera threw a 103-mile-hour fastball that nailed Megadeth frontman Dave Mustaine right in the nuts. After the 2020 season, Miller Park in Milwaukee will be renamed American Family Insurance Park. Well, you know, they make a good beer, too. That baseball wrap-up brought to you by Gentlemen Prefer Gentlemen, the all-gentlemen's gentlemen's club. Police news. Former Cowboys running back Darren McFadden got a DUI when he fell asleep in the drive through lane at a Whataburger. In his defense, if you ask Whataburger for anything custom, it, it does take a long time. I dozed off at a Shoney salad bar just asking for fresh croutons. Cards! Organizing guru Marie Kondo will be at this year's World Series of Poker teaching players how to fold. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1901, the place all across this great nation 
the first game ever were played in baseball's American League. Said Bartolo Colon, I remember it was hot out that day. That Waterhouse Update brought to you by Conundrums, the drum set no one can figure out. Now, finally, it's talk time. My guest today, Roger Goodell, wishes he knew as much about the NFL as this man. All-around sports marvel, Dave Damashek. Dave, how are you? Chet, what a pleasure to be back. <laughs> I'm flattered by the repeat invite. Let's kibitz about the greatest game, pro football. Exactly. Now, this is your second appearance when they were passing out guts, this Damashek kid got back in line for second <laughs> helping. Uh, you have the body type. I've been uh, doing this, uh, uh, trying to hone my skills uh, uh, to see where people may have done their sports uh, past. And I look at you, and uh, here's what I think. I think uh, you're the guy that people call when they need to move their high-to-bed sofa. Because you got a stocky bottom, right? <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> you got a stocky bottom. All right. And, and yet your, your game... Childbearing hips, yes, I call them. You're yes. coachable. Yeah. And uh, people will just call you and go, hey, Dave, uh, you, you want to come to lunch with us? And you go, yeah. And then they go, yeah, right after that, we got to get the height of it so far out of the. Ah, uh, oh, you got me again. I got duped. <laughs> Always getting duped. Out of the third floor and down to the basement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get to the NFL, we're getting to. Uh, I don't think I asked you this the last time. Uh, your greatest athletic moment. And did you play in high school, you're Pittsburgh boy? I uh, Yeah, I had a lot of great uh, high school uh, moments, specifically in basketball. I recall once um, in my final game, I was the 13th man on a 12-man team, and uh, my coach, generous enough with our team up 20 points, and the gathered crowd chanting my name. Only in hindsight have I realized that they were mocking me. I thought that they were just a big uh, fan of Dave's. Sure. Instead, yeah, I mean, why I couldn't do the math that, yes, why all of a sudden these people who never invited me to any of their cool uh, parties, but decided to chant my name weren't actually authentically supportive of me. Right. Either way, I went. I out know that and, feeling. Yeah, from hurts. the broadcast booth. <laughs> <laughs> I remember with 20 seconds left, uh, we were at the free throw line, and uh, or the other team was at the free throw line, and I always wanted to make a three pointer. They installed the three point stripe in my senior year. I wanted to make one, and I had yet to do so. And in 20 seconds, I was going to finally have my shot. My teammates encouraged me to go to half court so that I would be all alone. Not far enough. I went to the other side of the yeah, court. Brother. 20 seconds. The, the, the ball was rebounded. Then it was passed ahead. Headman to the half court stripe. Then they threw it to me. And I, I knew, I knew finally my entire life, athletically and otherwise, had led to this very moment. And I could feel the crowd rising out of the right corner of my eye as I took my spot right at the baseline to make my three-pointer, my favorite spot spot on the floor. The guy who passed me the ball tossed it in my direction, and I thought, I know this is going in. I just better make sure that my, my toes are behind the line, and I quickly glanced down to make sure they were, and I looked up, and the ball was on me, and it hit me in the hands and went out of bounds, and that was the end of my high school career. That, that was my greatest moment. touching anecdote brought to you by Throwbacks, the <laughs> e-cigarette you light with a match. <laughs> Pittsburgh, uh, uh, what would you think when the first one off the masked singer was uh, uh, Steeler Antonio Brown? Well, I, I, I felt got to be embarrassed. I felt shame. Little did I know that uh, less, shame is a much better word. Less than a less than a fortnight later, yet another Steelers legend, Terry Bradshaw, would also be unmasked. We're on we're on some roll. We're lousy with Steelers on masked singer, whatever it's called. I'm guessing the rabbit is Frenchie Fuqua. <laughs> 
or six foot seven eighties receiver Ouija Thompson. Sure, they might even go baseball. Hey, look who's under the wolf. It's Rennie Stennett. <laughs> Keith the Colby. <laughs> we should have guessed when he pitched the microphone up to his mouth, submarine style. <laughs> All right, now tell me this. Well, this new league, the AAF or whatever the hell it is, uh, can this thing survive? What is that? It just looks like another attempt to get coaches some sort of pension they didn't get. That's correct. That's correct. No flies on you, but I do think uh, (laughs) a fringe benefit is that from what I gather, they would like it to be. People have whispered to me that hopefully it will serve as a minor league to the NFL. By the way, people like to make their jokes. XFL, that was dumb. There were other dumb sports – football leagues, the USFL was in fact grand, and I like the CFL too. Yeah, sure, why not? I like all of it. They think... This is going to be – but in college already a feeder system for the NFL? Don't they have that pretty much down cold? You make a good point. But <laughs> wh- but you know what, though? Rarely. I, really. But I do. Before you, you made a good point, but also consider this. We're, we, you can sit high and mighty now with yet another football game, but we're just 60 minutes away from the great abyss of nothing but – Baseball and yeah, I don't true. know what else. You'll be thankful for any brand of football yeah. come springtime. Even if Tim Tebow is on the marquee. Oh, I'd prefer it. <laughs> now, uh, uh, what's wrong with your Hoosiers in both football and uh, – you went to Indiana, right? I went to Indiana University, yes. Football, they can't get over the hump. They've been playing competitively. Basketball, bottoms dropped out. The last five or six games, I think they dropped right in a row. It ain't been right since Coach Knight walked out the door, and yet I can't really be supportive of Coach Knight at this point based on uh, some of his uh, support that he threw in certain directions in 2016. I've had to turn my back on That ain't all he threw. (laughs) (laughs) Strangled a little bit. He once back when I was matriculating, when I was uh, near graduation, I penned a letter to Robert Montgomery Knight and said, hey, can I come interview you? I'll show you that our school of journalism is producing a better brand of journalist for the next generation. He said yes. I asked him two questions and uh, he took the uh, the the tape out of the video recorder, <laughs> broke it in half and said, if you can get your S together by tomorrow, you can come back and try it then. <laughs> wow. That, Coach le- Knight. <laughs> that lesson in life brought to you by oddly Pinocchio's Nevada's only all puppet brothel. Uh, man, Knight was a so that was it. Did you go back? I, I, I had a long night of, uh, of, of you know, thinking about uh, what kind of man I wanted to be. So I went back. And, of course, the reason he broke the tape was because I asked him some legitimate questions. Sure. And, uh, and I, 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 I slept on it. I woke up. I went in. And uh, like any man would do, I went in and asked him some softball questions. And he said, now that was a good interview. And this is true. This is true. At the end of the interview, he said, by the way. Here's your tape back. And he had his his guys glue it and tape it all back together for me. And I was like, oh, that's generous. And I went back and I put it into the machine uh, at uh, at the school. And, uh, and of course, it didn't work. No, no, no. Uh, but the gesture. That's nice. So he literally has a crew, like a pit crew of three or four guys. Fix this. I did it again. <laughs> reassemble various pieces of furniture and electrical gear for him. Uh, we, we had an accident again, guys. It got bobbied. Yeah. Fix him up there. Get the epoxy. Once he once he turned his rage away from uh, inanimate objects and onto some of his players, that's when things kind of fell apart for yeah, the yeah, that's future a, program. That's a bad right turn there. You just get back on <laughs> That didn't work Bobby. out for anyone. No, no, no. Now, can you even watch College Hoop? I can't. 
I get agita. Football, I can watch, as a Wisconsin fan, I can watch every minute of even crappy losses. I will watch the entire game. Basketball, I cannot watch. My tummy gets uh, agita. And uh, for, the, for, for spell check, incidentally, I'm not trying to say agate, A-G-A-I-T, which it constantly changes agita mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. It's agita. Anybody who's Italian or, quite frankly, the entire population of Pittsburgh knows what agita means. It means you can't sit down. you got to get up and move. More anti-globalism. You know, yes. That's that that's really the message that they're trying to deliver with their spell check there. Yes, I think you're right. Can speak you... American or speak not at all. <laughs> Can you watch hoop? Can you watch Kelly? Not re- I mean, to be honest with you, no. I, I mean, I, I've now become one of those people that I used to always resent when I was uh, when I was a teenager. What, like, what? A, who are you to fill out one of these March Madness brackets? You haven't watched a game all year. I have no idea who anybody is at this point. I can't because they're only there for a, a couple of months, and then they, if they're worth anything, they're onto the NBA. Yeah, that's really true. They let them. Uh, they let them go mid games sometimes. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't been witness to that. Sometimes oh, yeah. they just have them. On you can go. No, you're good enough. Go, yeah, go ahead. A, Calipari just has a hand signal. He just waves them. <laughs> you go on, fella. Over to the Memphis Tams if they're still in existence. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All right. Dave's a thunder. What the hell is this? Your pocket go. Tell me about it. Oh, it's a terrific uh, once a week, maybe twice a week, uh, I get together with another guy. See, I'm Dave, and then I know another guy named Dave, and uh, and then we talk about stuff. That, I mean, that's, you that's know, it, essentially. That's, yeah. I mean, if that doesn't whet your appetite, I don't know what will. Yeah, if that doesn't tease you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, got, uh, your Can't producer, imagine why they didn't have Gary, that yeah. behind the glass there, he's also the producer. Now, do I, I mean, do I need that? Uh, now I feel like I'm getting into infomercial state where I'm, like, trying to throw extra stuff on there to entice you when I've already made yeah, the sell. I don't no. need to. It's to just dangle that one cherry in front of them. Yeah. They don't need all this technical mumbo jumbo. We they talk about ourselves and how we're the only people who are really worth each other's time. That's really the, the spirit of the show. Hey, in this day and age, that's like an audio selfie. Or something. <laughs> and kids are into that. Uh, well, kids are literally falling off of bridges at the uh, at the Grand Canyon. Chet, uh, now killing you... themselves trying to take a selfie. <laughs> well, that's a, you know, uh, the, the 21st century uh, narcissism that uh, that I think we're all experiencing now. You have your show. Obviously, you know this. Yes. I think we're four people away in the continental U.S. from everyone having a podcast. And then, you know, yeah. we'll all be able to just talk to ourselves, which is really the dream, right? Th- I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. It's, it's, like, it's like dreaming at night, but during the day. That's... <laughs> <laughs> you just talk, yeah, yeah. talk to yourself. <laughs> hey, uh, that tip brought to you by Baseball Gloves. When you want to chat intimately with someone but don't want anyone reading your lips, try Baseball Gloves. It seems to work for them. They hide the mouth. <laughs> I like that one. Now, listen, uh, before we're getting to the NFL, I swear to you, uh, uh, you've been on the sidelines. You've been in press boxes. You've been all around. What, what's the most embarrassing moment you've had? Um, Besides uh, Bobby Knight uh, handing you a, a tape that didn't work. Yeah, that's a tough one to beat. And uh, boy, and boy, I, I mean, we could really go for about uh, 16 hours on embarrassing moments in my life. But uh, specific <laughs> to pro football, I once, as a, as a very, it was a cute little thing. There was a, a I won't name the official, a, a well-known referee was running off the field at uh, Chicago in Soldier Stadium about an hour before the game. And uh, I was shooting a, a foolish bit, talking to players. 
players and whoever on the field. And uh, as this referee was running by me, I thought it would be cute. I took a dollar bill out and put it betwixt the uh, index and middle finger. And I said, uh, hey, ref, let's make sure the home team has a good day today. Just as a joke, it was a dollar bill. He stopped and berated me, but good for five minutes. He dressed me down. That's not funny. That's uh, you, that's uh, that, that's unacceptable. And I said, I think this is going to be trouble. And soon, uh, about five minutes later, two guys in NFL Blazers came out and said, "Excuse me, sir, um, who do you work for?" And I sheepishly had to answer, same, "Same place as you, NFL." They took my <laughs> they took my name down, and I thought, "Well, the, the, this is end that's of, over. That's a, this is the end of my time as a gainfully employed uh, grown up with children to feed." You will but now be I a escaped. long snapper in the AAF. <laughs> <laughs> Had a good run. That is embarrassing. But I will say this in your defense. Uh, they got they may have gotten everything right in their little spiel to you, except the first sentence. That is funny. <laughs> and uh, the NFL is about 118th on the priority list of people you go to when you want to know what's funny or not. They do not have the greatest sense of humor in the world. So that was funny, especially at a buck. <laughs> Well, that, right. I mean, listen, if it's a 20, we're getting into a place where it's like, ah, it's, it's a little, a little bit shady. Gray. It's a little gray. <laughs> like, yeah, you're just a, you're just a cheap uh, scumbag. Right. I'm a dollar. Plainly, it's a joke. There's no way you could misconstrue yeah. that. Yes, I'm trying to buy your services for <laughs> for a dollar. You can go uh, get a couple of tacos at Jack in the Box hey, after the game for the, my maybe bride. Maybe it's one of those things where the guy was overcompensating for the fact that he's actually throwing games <laughs> in favor. Of the New England Patriots, I, I might have it. I hadn't thought of it until now. <laughs> oh, brother, that insight brought to you by Bananas, the banana guaranteed to ripen tomorrow. Okay, I'm going to throw you some uh, head coaches. You give me your impressions of them. Uh, uh, Bill Belichick. Oh yeah. Oh, you don't mean actual? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I got Frank Caliendo coming in for that. I'll, 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 over, I'll overdub this whole thing. <laughs> oh, perfect. All right, I'll just lay down the spirit. Of yeah, what, right. Of what he should say. Uh, Bella, I mean, listen. I, I really now have come around to this hypothesis. When you watch them play, and you watch them take down, and not just defeat Patrick Mahomes, but just completely remove Tyree Kill, who was unstoppable up until the AFC Championship game, and also, Travis Kelsey. And the week before, they just completely stopped the mighty pass rush of the Chargers. It's non-existent with guys who are basically like you and me doing it. Yeah. It's one thing if they these were also legendary performers doing this to Tyreek Hill. They're undrafted free agent now, guys. There, there's guys in the Patriots where if you look at them long enough, you go, I think I went to high school with that guy. <laughs> Wait a minute. How can <laughs> I be playing in the game when I'm watching the game at home? It's that kind of effect. Yes, the only conclusion I can come up with is that Belichick is a witch. Because oh, that's interesting. Where, how is yeah, James White is actually sure. good at football? Come on, wake up, hey, Julian Edelman, please. Badger, James White. Be, <laughs> uh, maybe maybe they'll get to a uh, Bill Belichick as a witch on the Beyond the Darkness podcast right Ooh. here on Podcast One. <laughs> All right, uh, Mike McCarthy. 
Mike McCarthy's a Pittsburgh guy who, for and uh, being a Pittsburgher myself, I'll appreciate him forever because before Super Bowl Forty Five down on the field, I caught his eye for just a second. Permanti's the famous sandwich shop in Pittsburgh that puts the French fries and coleslaw right on the sandwich, and I said, "Hey, coach." Best sandwich to get at Promanthes. He turned and his security guards were trying to usher him off the field. Like, don't bother with nonsense. He he walked a couple more steps and he stopped and turned, sort of broke away from the security guards and said, Capicola. <laughs> True. Oh, that is the greatest use of that Italian ham ever in an anecdote. Cliff Kingsbury, can he do it at Arizona? <laughs> well, listen, with the track record like that, I have zero idea because he has no track record. I don't know. What's he, he was okay, I guess, at working with some QBs in college. Oh, yeah, he had a good hand modeling career for a while there. I don't, he's one of those guys who keeps getting described as a handsome devil. And I am for not football. Nah, well, you know, listen, I, to me, I, I have the eyes that allow me to see. Tom Brady is a handsome devil. Cam Newton is a handsome devil. There are other guys in the world who I would never know, and then I I, I am told that they're considered a sex symbol. And and Cliff Kingsbury, much like the guy from Maroon Five, the lead singer, I'm like, oh really? That guy would never know. Would walk yeah. right by him. Never would know that he's considered handsome. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Well, well, they they, they widen it out. Uh, women widen it out for a sex symbol. Uh, because uh, Gerard Depardieu is is somehow yeah. in there. Yeah, you're not to be taken credibly as an entire gender no. after that escapade. No, uh, Art Donovan makes him look slim. <laughs> Sean McVay! <laughs> Where'd Depardieu go? Anyway, <laughs> McVay, he has the uh, – I like him because, like, he's got the hairdo of uh, the bad guys in a lot of those John Hughes oh, 80s movies. yeah! It's like the bad boy, and he's got a little right. wink at twinkle in his eye that makes you not know if, if he's to yeah. be trusted or he's not. Football's Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. That's who he is. Uh, Nick Saban. Uh, he seems like a delightful character. Yeah, I, can, I, I, I would. I, I mean, certainly, if Nick Saban came into into my home to to say, "I want to take care of your seventeen year old for the next four years." Oh yeah, I mean, I, what I want most for like like any parent, what I would want most is uh, is for my child to be happy. And uh, certainly, college is is one of the happiest stretches for anybody <laughs> in life. And surely, Nick Saban is stamping that ticket of joy. <laughs> Go have fun. Yeah, Bobby Knight looks at him and goes, man, you, you got to back off the dark Lighten chocolate. Lighten up a little yeah, bit, Nicky. a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> All right, listen to me. I got a bona fide, knowledgeable sports guy with me. That's rare for this show. Time for Advice Corner. Actual takeaway from the great Dave Damashek. Okay, I'm going to ask you some questions. Give me the honest answer. I got listeners out there who could use some help. Quick tip for ending an interview that's not going well, that's not going the way you want it to, that you want to bail. What's a good way to get out without losing your job? Boy, that was that was so good. I I, I don't know what else there is left to say. I don't. I, 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 full disclosure. It's rare that I will ever end an interview. People usually have to come in and hook me. Like, all right, stop talking already, idiot. By the way, the, guy, the, the guest uh, barely got a word in edgewise with you monologuing again. Like, I did it again, didn't I? They literally have to look at you and go, Capicola! And that's the end when of the, the guest falls, <laughs> When the guest falls asleep, that's my cue. All right. Uh, second question. You've always got uh, four or five things going on. You're one of those guys. What keeps you motivated? Keeps me motivated. Yeah, to do your thing. Four children. There you go. Four kids. <laughs> that's it. That's Good it. Lord. 
Almighty! And 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 that's uh, a mahjong table there. What the hell is that? And an unmatched passion for delivering. No, the children. Yeah, (laughs) if you if you get fired or you quit your job, (laughs) then where are we going to eat? Yeah, you're right. I got now. I I did that. I guess I got to keep working. All All right, right. I'll find another guy named Dave and start a podcast. (laughs) What's the one thing you always do right before you go on air? Is there a a superstition or a thing you do? Do you check anything specific? I do. I, I I do generally try to say to myself if it's especially if it feels like a big spot. If I'm going to sit down with some high end uh, football guy or some big time comedian or whatever, I always think to myself. Um, one, if this makes you nervous and if this isn't enjoyable, why in hell did you move all the way across the country all those years ago to do any of it? If this yeah. isn't fun, if this is making you upset or, or throwing you off, then what have you done to yourself? You've tormented yourself. So I always make sure I'm having fun or to remind myself that this is the whole point is for this to be fun. And two, I always say no matter how bad this goes, my mother will definitely think it was terrific. That's fantastic. That does that does uh, plant your feet. It takes right my it squarely. takes the pressure off. She's going to think it's great. Well, ultimately, what else matters? Brilliant. Last question: most important piece of clothing when you're working, when you're out there doing interviews. <laughs> well, I think if I came in barefoot, that would be that would probably seem unprofessional. Yes. I've worn this same shirt. I decided a while ago because I'm I have a lot in common with Albert Einstein, and I don't know if you've heard he wore. The same thing every day so his brain wasn't burdened with picking clothes. I wear this dark blue shirt or I have in fact seven now from the Gap. And it's kind of a sort of a lucky uh, style jeans shirt. Yeah. and but Dark the, denim. The beauty it's of sharp. it is is it, it's dark and it's plain and so nobody ever says to me like, didn't you have that on yesterday? No one ever picks up on that. It's right. innocuous looking. Wow. Thank you. It's like what spies do. That should be your stripper name, Dark Denim. <laughs> that Advice Corner brought to you by Yo-Yo Tires. If you get stuck, just pull the string. Oh, hey, I just thought of one more. Can I throw in yeah, the most – not clothing, but clothing adjacent. Uh, I have a flesh yarmulke on the back there. You can't see it right now. Why? It's you know, it's a big pla- patch of flesh there. It's an island of, of uh, skin on the back of my head. But they make now this dust that you pour on the back of it, and it makes it seem like I have real hair there. That's the most important. Wow. I never so go on camera a, without a, it. Like, a, like a, there's a waiter comes over with a balding peppermill thing. And just cranks it up on your head. Exactly. I exactly. Like Another human comes in before sure. I go on and really pours this uh, sh- this pepper shaker into my head. That's absolutely true. I love. It. Hey, that tip brought to you by <laughs> Incognito. You'd never guess we're plumbers. Listen to me. Uh, sixty seconds. That's exactly how long this commercial is going to last. You know what else you can do in about sixty uh, seconds? Get an offer for your car with True Car. That's right. And the amount of time it takes to floss your teeth or pet your dog or get a Capicola anecdote out of Dave Damashek, you. Can can get a true cash offer. Best of all, you can do it from your smartphone or home. Just go to True Car. Simply enter your license plate number. Watch how your car's details just pop right up on the screen. Answer a few questions. You'll get an accurate true cash offer from a local True Car certified dealer. It's that easy. After that, you can bring your car in and they'll check it out with you together. You can ask questions, get the answers you need so there's no surprises. Then simply leave with your check or trade in your car for a new ride. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today.
All right, Dave Damashek, it is time for the Fiery Four. The Fiery Four. Dave, these are sports takes hotter than Nick Saban after a failed fake field goal. <laughs> Fire number one. Should the NFL overtime rules be changed? Yes. They should have to play. You know what they, What I think? Instead of sudden death, I know it's exciting and all that, but what they should do is have to play a full quarter, a full extra quarter, and see if that's the final score. Then the now, strategy would change. did they do that for a while? No. They play – well, you would play the quarter until somebody scored. Ah. But what if you played it for an extra 15 minutes? The whole quarter. You play – oh, you scored a touchdown. Oh, you kicked the field goal. You didn't do anything. Doesn't matter because it's a 15-minute quarter. It's a fifth quarter full. So you're saying play the whole fifth quarter. That's what I vote for. Interesting. Fire number two. Fantasy football. Is this just uh, lighthearted fun or a cancer on the American work ethic? (laughs) Does it have to be one or the other? Maybe it's both. I don't know. (laughs) Both of the above. It's definitely impacted the way most people who love watching football watch football. That much is beyond a shadow of a doubt at this point. Fiddling while Google burns kind of thing. Fire number three. What is Dave Damashek's ideal Super Bowl halftime? I would like to go back uh, to the first Super Bowl when those two guys on their jet packs, remember, like those, uh, if you've oh, ever yeah. seen the highlights at the L.A. Coliseum, <laughs> sure. they had those uh, those space-age futuristic jet packs. Yeah. I'm sure everyone <laughs> everyone in the stadium uh, was was thinking, like, this is going to be awesome in about two, three years when these are mass produced and we can do away with cars. Finally, we're all just going to be jetpacking all over the place. It was the segue before the segue. Jetpacks. Yes, yes. Just a bunch of people uh, jetpacking around the stadium. Oh, now, man, that's yeah. a halftime show. And then just like, uh, all right, seat 34C. It's your turn. <laughs> yeah. It's just a big – remember the old uh, 80s video game Joust? That's yeah. what it is. Just about like, a bunch of people uh, just jousting, trying to bonk each other down to the ground. Wow, last the, last person flying is the champion. Nothing against Maroon 5, but I would watch that. Mm-hmm. Maybe and, Maroon 5 can provide the score to the yeah, excitement they above. They can play. They can play. <laughs> I don't hurt anybody. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the ladies will be distracted by the apparently handsome devil doing the <laughs> singing, right, exactly. but the rest of us will be delighted by what's in the air. Yeah, the Levine kid, as everybody at his parents' country club call him. <laughs> the Levine kid. <laughs> the After I do remember that first Super Bowl, and the guy, one of the guys flying in, perilously close to the flame. <laughs> yeah, that jetpack technology did not Tragedy. have that down. Told you that could have undone the entire Super Bowl. They might have never got if they didn't get through the first. Yeah, second half's canceled because the guy got into the fire and uh, exploded. Like, <laughs> let's just forget. Packers are going to win this thing yeah, anyway. Give it to the Packers. <laughs> All right, bonus question. I got, I got, I got two more. I got two more. So, uh, uh, fire number three and a half. Who's winning this thing? I this is a this is a hot take now. Get ready. Rams by ten. Rams wow. Rams will win decisively, and that's especially a hot take. That may sound like a blowout, and I guess in NFL terms it kind of would be, certainly by the Patriots standard. It's interesting. They've been in what, eight Super Bowls? All or nine Super I think eight Super Bowls to date, and uh, they have all been one score games. The Tom Brady Patriots, that is. One score games. The biggest margin of victory was just last year, eight points. Still a one score game, though. This will finally break that streak. A ten point victory for the boy genius and company. What what why? 
What what is it about the Rams that's going to finally solve this amazing witch-like quality that Bill Belichick has in putting no names together and throwing them out there and beating the pants off of people? What is it about the Rams that's going to do that? Because Chet, I you know, people often say just as they do about life itself, football season is short. I contend it's also quite long. And to prove that point, two words. Ryan Fitzpatrick. That was this football season. Wow. Remember all that? All oh, the Ryan, the yeah. Buccaneers and Fitzpatrick and all yeah, that yeah, and yeah. the rise of Mahomes and the and the the Seahawks stink except now they don't stink and now they're going to the playoffs and the Jags are awesome and they just beat the Patriots and then they stunk and all these storylines all go on in a 4-month period and it seems massive but if you think about what the through line was, it was that the Rams for the first 10 weeks of the season were the clear-cut no question best team in football. And it's not as though they fell off a cliff. Other storylines kind of uh, rose up and got in the way of that. But the Rams remain the most talented, best coached team in the NFL. They will show it against another well-coached team, but not as talented, New England Patriots. I love the pick. And uh, let's be honest, uh, worst offside penalty in the history of football at any level for the entire history of football uh, last week, Kansas City Chiefs guy just lines up offsides, costs them the entire. <laughs> they beat they beat New England. It would be if one the guy thing. just that's right. J- just stood up. That's if right. If he had just stood up and said, "I have an itch on my behind," that's right. I have to get boom. No offsides. <laughs> I don't even know that the ref would would require an excuse for the standing up. No, the, no. The butt scratch part of it is is almost that's uh, for my, ancillary. Yeah, that's to, that's jetpack entertainment for me. There. That's all that is. <laughs> that <And> butt scratcher <laughs> is headed to the Super Bowl, everybody. <laughs> that's right. Fire number four. Pro Bowl. Should it be deleted like a toenail fungus email or is it worth keeping? And how, if it is uh, worth keeping, how do you improve it? People seem to enjoy it, so I'll let them have their fun. For me, what I would like to see in between the title games and the Super Bowl is the Loser Bowl. I give it that name because it uh, provides uh, ample marketing opportunities. We could call that. Weight Watch. Loser Bowl. You know what? You know what? That's a great idea. That's just what a game called the Loser Bowl deserves is Chet and Shaq in the the booth. (laughs) And you get it sponsored by Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig or somebody like that. And it's the two worst teams playing for the first overall pick. And you play it on a burnt out junior high field with some some unattractive cheerleaders and so on. And uh, and like I say, high stakes. And people say, who would watch that? Who? Everybody. Because, again, we're, we're desperate for pro football. Excuse me. No, that's, uh, that's, that's, that reminds me to take my monkey testosterone straight into my eyeball. Yeah, that's, it happens. I got to do it once a week. That's what keeps me going. So you're saying literally like smokestacks in the background? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you're thinking Pittsburgh. Sp- <laughs> How dare you, sir? It's a beautiful cosmopolitan white collar town. It is now, yeah. At the forefront of America's health care. Damn it. That Fiery Four brought to you by Main Course Chewing Gum. Try our famous Clams Casino and the all-new Chicken Parm. Okay, now I understand that you might have a uh, pop quiz for me. But first, let me, uh, let me uh, go to uh, uh, betonline.ag. They're, uh, they're uh, Podcast One Sportsnet's partner in all things gaming. Uh, of course, everybody knows, final week of the NFL season. you got the biggest game of the year coming up just a, a few days away. Rams, Patriots in Atlanta for the Super Bowl Sunday. Incredible matchup. Can Brady do it again? 
Will the city of Los Angeles bring home the Lombardi Trophy to the youngest coach in the NFL and a good-looking lad, I might say? There's only one place here at Podcast One that has all the action you're looking for. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account on betonline.ag and use the promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign-up bonus. That's right, 50% sign-up bonus. For those of you who are challenged, here's what it means. If you uh, put down 100 bucks in your account, they'll give you an extra 50 bucks. Okay, you get the math now? If you have missed out before, on jumping in on the NFL action, you got one game left, and it's the biggest game of the season. Get in on all the action at betonline.ag. Use the promo code PODCAST1. 50% sign-up bonus. Rams-Patriots Super Bowl Atlanta this Sunday. Most exciting game of the year is here. Don't miss out. Betonline.ag. All right, time for uh, we got we got a little theme song. Here, dig this. Boom, pop-pop quiz. Didn't know I could sing, did that you? That was terrific. Thank really you. nice. And no Is there anything issues. you can't do? Uh, well, uh, yeah, most of the major sports networks will uh, tell you that I cannot actually call a game. <laughs> I <laughs> right, disagree. Pop quiz. Pop quiz. First Damn question. Check first question. Big Ten. By the way, how about you know what? I'm going to uh, get in my own way before I can even get uh, four words out of my mouth. Big Ten. Rename it. It makes no sense. There are how many teams in it now? 14? 14. Big 10. We're sticking with it. Big Teen yeah. seems to be the answer here. What would yeah. you re- rebrand it? Big, <laughs> big time. Big time. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah. I, like, I like that. Now let's go, Big 10. Let's say that not the guys in the costumes like that, like Jamal Adams of the Jets just uh, just hit of uh, the page just tackled the Patriots mascot and I think broke his leg actually. If you, Ouch! If, if you saw that one go down, either way, not the guys in the costumes. I mean a physical representation of, of that the, mascot. Right? You have a badger as a as a Wisconsin yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. Who would win if you threw all the mascots into this recording studio? Who would come out in the battle royale between all the Big Ten's mascots? Uh, interestingly enough, Badger, uh, Wildcat, Buckeye, I'm, Hoosier, yeah. Boilermaker, Spartan, Nittany Lion. Uh, well, I can tell you right now, Go I'm going with the Gopher, and here's why: because the Spartan will kill all the animals, <laughs> think he's one, and then the Gopher will sneak out. Ah, why? Sneak out he, ahead of him and lock the door because he knows how to play possum. Yeah, they're shifty. And there are no possums in the Big Ten, so so this is as close as you can get. I'm going gopher. Yeah, it's fun, and now I'm thinking about it like a corn husker. That's not very not a intimidating. Chance. A husker, no, like no. he's a, a husky fellow. He's like, backs to you the entire he, time because he's shucking corn. By the way, but call the corn husker instead of Damashek when it's moving day. Yeah, I have the child That's birthing true. hips, but he's got the strapping yeah. shoulders. That's going to be more useful. He for can pick it up one handed, yeah. but he will have trouble fitting through the basement door. <laughs> well, listen, there are pros and cons to both of these. Trust I'm going to go with a win on that one. I, I, I like the gopher. That's all right, a, all right. I, I'm 1-0. I, I got a couple more. Let's see if I can keep the momentum going. It's the debate that goes on pretty much every year because the Patriots are almost uh, always in the Super Bowl. Brady or Belichick, you can only have one to start your organization. One is what the coach will be 45 and uh, the quarterback will be 22 when you get him. Who do you prefer to have? I'll take the coach. I think that's the correct answer. Because uh, the kid, especially at 22, he'll go to a strip club and uh, he'll get himself a disease and some legal problems. Thank you. That's what I've and, always uh, said. And then you're trying to draft, you know, <laughs> Lake Bortles. And you're in trouble then. And, also, and then you're Mike McCarthy looking around. The reverse Mike McCarthy. You won't have the quarterback. You'll have the whole rest of the team. And then you're still, uh, you're still battling the Panthers. 
for a wild card spot. <laughs> Nobody wants to do that. <laughs> I'll take that as a draw too. I think I'm. Yeah. One, I think I'm one, one, and one. one I think you made a lot of two and zero. You made a lot of strong points here. Uh, let's see if we can uh, break the tie. All right. And by the way, the two, uh, the the proof that Belichick is the answer over Brady is Matt Castle. Won eleven games. That uh, that, that, that is impressive. Nothing has undone the Brady mystique more than that. People forget about that one. And Brady is is perilously close to retirement. And, it, yes. and I, I bet you Belichick's like. Yeah, no, you can go, Tom. Let's just see what happens without you. Let's just yeah, see if sure. I because if I can get the double-digit wins with Brian Hoyer, then I think it's pretty clear that I'm more important than you. Um, last question: What color am I thinking of right now? I'm going to say dark denim blue. You're you're you're, you're a wizard. Three and zero. It was really orange, but I wanted to give it to you. I wanted to get along uh, uh, to offensive coordinate for which Belichick. (laughs) (laughs) My guest today, the great sports pundit Dave Damashek, the uh, American Petrus Papadakis. (laughs) (laughs) Follow him on Twitter at Damashek. Let me spell that for you, hippie charter school kids. D A M E S H E K. At Damashek. Catch Daves of Thunder right here on Podcast One. Go to Damashek on Facebook uh, for all the details of everything else he's doing. Catch him on the NFL Network, all the stuff he's doing. Dave, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Chet, I'm humbled. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. Oh, look at this. He's got a date. Zany's in Nashville Thursday, March 14th. Go down there, see him. Uh, get the details at Jeff's uh, new website, jeffcesario.com. Thanks for tuning in. Support my sponsors, TrueCar and BetOnline.ag. If y'all want more of me this weekend, just announced I'll be in Washington, D.C., Dave, for the Pelosi Trump thumb wrestling match to end the <laughs> shutdown. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.